0: It's a blessing to be with you right after we got through celebrating the birth of Jesus. And I, yes, I do realize he was not born on December 25th. He was most probably born in September, October, one of the feasts. But you know what we celebrate? He was born. Well, it's a pagan holiday. Every day of the year is something pagan. What day you want to celebrate his birth, I'll celebrate it with you. That's what we celebrate as he was born. And we celebrate he lived. And we celebrate he died. And we celebrate he rose again. And we celebrate he ascended on high. And we celebrate he sits at the right hand of the throne of God. Right now where he ever liveth to make intercession for you and me. That's what we celebrate. Are we good? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus is king. Second Kings chapter 15 verses 19 and 20. I'm reading out of the new King James. It says now I'm on. I'm not. I'm probably not going to pronounce these names correctly, but I'm going to do my best. How about it? I know in South Arkansas, you would do a better job than me, but forgive me. I'm from Louisiana. Paul, king of Assyria, came against the land and Menahim gave Paul a thousand talents of silver that his hand might be with him to strengthen the kingdom under his control. And Menahim, verse 20, exacted the money from Israel, from all the very wealthy, from each man, 50 shekels of silver, to give to the king of Assyria. Do you see where it says they gave it to the king of Assyria? So the king of Assyria, Assyria turned back and did not stay there in the land. Second Kings chapter 12. Those that actually have a physical Bible, a couple of chapters over. If not, you're going to have to move your finger and go find it. Second Kings chapter 12, look at verse 17. Hazael, king of Syria, went up and fought against Gath and took it. Then Hazael set his face to go up to Jerusalem. Verse 18. And Jeho- Jehoash, king of Judah, took all the sacred things that his fathers Jehoshaphat and Jehoram and Haziah, kings of Judah, had dedicated and his own sacred things and all the gold found in the treasuries of the house of the Lord and the king's house and sent them to Hazael, king of Syria. Then he went away from Jerusalem. All right, those two chapters we just read in, what just happened? The kings would take that which was precious and send it to their enemy to pay them off, to leave them alone. Are you following me? Are you with me? The people of God... Took that which was sacred and dedicated to God, and in their panic and in their turmoil they took it and gave it to that which was their enemy. Can you see where we're headed right now? If you're still in Second Kings, turn to chapter eighteen. Second Kings chapter eighteen, verse fourteen. Then Hezekiah, king of Judah, sent to the king of Assyria at Lachish, saying, I have done wrong. Turn away from me. Whatever you impose of me, I will pay. And the king of Assyria assessed Hezekiah, king of Judah, 300 talents of silver and 30 talents of gold. So Hezekiah gave him all the silver that was found in the house of the Lord and in the treasuries of the king's house. Does you Bible say he gave them all that was in the treasury? What is the treasury? It's where they keep in everything that was precious. They took all that was precious. And who did they give it to? Their enemy. Are you here, church? See, we like to quote the verses. I am more than an overcomer. We like to quote the verses that by his stripes, I am. Is that the word of God? Does the word of God say that there was not one feeble one among them that came out of Egypt? Does not the word of God say that I do lift mine eyes up to the hills from where whence cometh my help? My help cometh from whom? The Lord who is what? The maker of everything you see that was created was created by the Word of God. That which you hold in your hand, whether through tablet or phone or through hard copy, is the Word of God. True or not? Is it the unadulterated, unfallible Word of God? Does the Word of God have promise with it? Does the Word of God have power and authority? Then why do we as the church dull it down and tell our enemy, well, it's okay if you do this and this as long as we can do this. I'll live with my headache as long as God heals me of my cancer. I'll live with this and this as long as this is okay and happens. I'm telling you, church, it's time To break all of our alliances with our enemy. I'm telling you church. We have the word of God. We have the power of God. We have the authority. We have the Holy Ghost. When you read in the Bible. And you read in the Old Testament. Of all that the apostles. I mean the prophets did. Did. They did it by the power that was upon them. But when we come to the New Testament, we do it by the power that's in us. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above what you can ask or think according to the power that is at work inside of. Church, are you there this morning? Where is the power of God? Well, it's here somewhere. No, it's inside of me. He's inside of me. John 17. We will come and make our abode. Inside of you. Who lives inside of you? Well, I'm not really sure. Then today's our day to make sure. Don't leave this place without knowing. Because you've only got two options. It's either God or you. And if it's you, the devil's there. Did we not die? Have I not been crucified with Christ? Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. Is not Christ in me the hope of glory? Church, are we here? Who lives inside of you? The Spirit of God. Then by the Spirit of God, you speak to your mountain right now. By the power that's in you, you speak to it. And you declare life. You declare the authority of the Lord Jesus against that which is standing against you. See, what you want is you want me and my family to come and lay hands on you and something break off, and it can. But listen to me. God wants you to step into your place. Some of us are getting this, but some of us are not getting this. Some of us, we're going to get this anyway. Because I'm telling you, Don't compromise with the enemy. So you tell young married people, it's all about compromise. You got to compromise with each other in order for your marriage to make it. Listen to me. You're not in a marriage with the devil. He's your enemy. You in a marriage with God and there is no compromise. It's yes, honey, what you want me to do. Some of us just got offended because I said God was my honey. He is the lover of my soul. Is he not? Is he not the lover of your soul? Did he not come and die for you? Did he not give everything for you? I mean, you just celebrated. He was born in a manger. You was born in a hospital, most likely. Well, I wasn't. I was born at home. That's because they didn't have hospitals when you was born. I'm joking come on Jesus was born in a manger right wise men where'd they come to worship him see we got our little signs that say wise men still seek him oh isn't it cute isn't it cute we got our little signs our little cliches we got them hanging all over the wall about Jesus is the reason for the season just give me my present. If Jesus is the reason for the season and that's what you're really teaching your kids, why don't you show up on Christmas morning without anything for them and let's see how that works. See everybody asks what you get. Don't let me talk to you because if I talk to you, I'm going to ask you what you give. Does the Bible not say it is better to give unless it's Christmas morning or your birthday? Huh? Does the Bible not say it is more blessed to give? Have y'all read that verse? We skipped that one. I got it. It is more blessed to give than to receive. Freely you have received, freely give. You can give and it's called life. Because you have life, you can give life. I think I just lost some of us. It's more blessed to give than to receive, right? What have you been given? Then give life. You can't give what you don't have. Somebody needs healing. Oh, I got the healer inside of me. Well, that's kind of cocky. No, it's not cocky. It's in knowing in whom I have believed and he is able. He is able. Church, I'm challenging you. My family, we're here. Lord willing, this morning, tonight, next Saturday evening, next Sunday morning, Sunday night, next Monday night. I'm challenging you. We need a breakthrough, don't we? How many in this house need a breakthrough? Well, tonight we're going to talk about that. But I'm on ch- I'm going to put it out here right now. I'm challenging you. We're here this, uh, this morning and tonight. What time tonight, brother? Five? Five o'clock tonight. Before next weekend, I am challenging you to fast. I'm not asking you to fast the whole week. I'm just asking you to fast a day. And don't use the name Daniel at me either. Some of us don't know what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is a Daniel fast. And what that means is you just fast something. No, I'm asking you to fast a Jesus fast. Brother, we got real quiet. My sisters and I, we're still going, but. Do we want breakthrough? The biblical model is fasting and prayer. I'm telling you what God is wanting to do in this region, but somebody's going to have to fast and pray. You don't get to just bring in somebody or your pastor stand up and all of a sudden have a breakthrough. No, the body of Christ has to unify and we have to fast together and pray to God. I'm asking you for one day and you say, well, I've got such and such a disease and I can't do that. And I'm asking you to go a meal and let's let God meet us. What you can do, if you can do more than one day, I'm asking you, go with me, go with me. Go and let's let's come back together next weekend and let's see some breakthrough. Are you here, church? How many of us need a breakthrough in this house? How many of us need breakthrough in our family, in our finances, in this region? Then somebody's got to stand in the gap. Somebody's got to break the ties with our enemy and stop giving credence to our enemy and give the glory to God. I'm telling you right now, the key to revival is prayer and fasting. You got to humble yourselves. As a body, we have to humble ourselves, pray, seek the face of God. Does not Chronicles tell us if my people, who are called by what name? His name, if they do what? Humble themselves and do what seek his face what's going to happen he's going to hear after they turn what's going to happen he's going to hear and he will going to answer us isn't he well how come God's not answering us maybe we haven't done the biblical way maybe we just went to the bookstore and bought a little plaque that told us the biblical way and stuck it on our wall and said mm, that's pretty come on let's eat Because see, Jesus said, when you fast. He didn't say if you fast. He said, when you fast. And you expect men like me to fast. I expect people of God to fast. Can we just be real? See, we allow other religions to outfast and pray us. There's a certain religion out there that's trying to take over your nation right now. They fast a whole lot more than most Christians do. The whole religion fasts for a blocked amount of time. Even those in sports won't even drink water until it's over. Their dedication. Are you understanding what I'm saying? And we call ourselves people of the true living God. Now let me tell you, we're not fasting so God will move. We're fasting so we'll change. Fasting is for you. It changes you. It opens your spirit so you know how to pray. It's what the Word tells us. Now, I'm going to challenge you. Isaiah tells us what a true biblical fast is. And I challenge you to go read it. But in that, you take the money you would have used for eating and you give it to the poor. Are we here, church? See, we get, a whole, we get some shouting on some of these other topics. But when it comes on to us and messing... Come on. The kings out there, the enemy is not our friend. Because a friend of the world is an enemy of so what we got to have. Sister, you're going to get me wound up. See, if we had an organ, mm, we'd be in trouble. Don't let me fool you. Because I'm going to come in there with you. Well, mm, I'm going to get my handkerchief out. Mm, yeah. Woo. Mm, geez. I'm going to get a little I'm telling you Woo. God I feel that Son Jesus Come on we need breakthrough don't we I'm telling you Tonight we're going to get more into that and God's going to do something. I am telling you. What I'm telling you right now that some of us have stopped short in what God has called us to do because we compromised. Because it started costing us. Because the pressure started coming upon us. And we started, something started happening you backed off. I'm telling you, I'm calling you back on the field of battle. I'm telling you, let's press in. I'm telling you, there's more that's with us and that's against us. I'm telling you, if God be for you, Oh, they going to talk. Let them talk. My God is my defender. Of whom shall I be afraid? The doctors, they done told you. Mm, Yeah, God. Mm. The doctors done told you. And you listen to them. There's something happening right here, y'all. I'm telling you, I feel it, son. Sister, you just keep worshiping Jesus. Don't worry about it. You just do your thing. You are not going to bother me one bit. Look, church, I give you full opportunity. If conviction ever hits you and you need to hit these altars, don't you wait on me. You are not going to bother me. If God is moving, don't you wait on me. Do you hear me? Is the Holy Ghost in this house? Does he not have full reign? Then let the Holy Ghost have his way. Jesus is king. And we need Jesus in this house. Because I'm telling you, some of us, we're on the brink of wanting to throw it in. Suicide is not your answer. that discouragement that's on you right now. It's the end of the year and the new year's coming and you are so discouraged. You are so beat down. Take hope in the Lord. I'm telling you, let it rise up in you. So your aid has been cut off. So your finances are not. I'm telling you, have hope in the Lord. Break your ties with the enemy. If you're in here and you've been in new age... Witchcraft, Wicca, you've been around the, the, the what's that game? Ouija, y'all knew what I was talking about? The Ouija board. See, you've done things and you have never cut those ties. You need to renounce it right now. You had relations that was not of God. It was not in marriage and you've never repented of it. You need to repent of it right now you were living with somebody and you got you got married but you never repented of the adultery and fornication you need to repent of it are you here church you got to cut ties with that which is holding you you got to cut ties see young people today they want to call it well i messed up it's not messed up it's called sin and sin is not allowed in the presence of god So you lied. So you were full of deception and envy and lust and bitterness and greed and hatred. Repent of it. Come to Jesus and let him restore you and break ties with that thing. You got to break the ties. See, today, especially on Sunday morning, we don't talk about this kind of stuff. We don't talk about soul ties. Things that happened when you was in the world that you never repented of. You never broke that thing. You gotta renounce it. Things that were done in darkness, you gotta renounce it and come into the light. See, you like to quote me, John 3, 16, but you don't want to go into 17, 18, and 19. Because their deeds were evil. They hid themselves because their deeds were evil. But if you come into the light, the light will expose your deeds, but you gotta repent of it. Church, we gotta repent. We gotta go forward, we gotta repent. You gotta come to Jesus and repent. That means you gotta open your mouth and release it. But see, we live in a culture where we we come to an altar and then we all of a sudden go mute. Somebody might hear you. Well, if God don't hear you, ain't nothing happening. Who cares what they hear? Is God hearing you? Because if God ain't hearing you, ain't nothing happening. Because you came to an altar and you cried a tear and you got saved. Listen to me, honey. If God ain't living inside of you, if there ain't been change, you ain't born again. Because the Spirit of God in you is the guarantee of what's to come. And if the Holy Ghost ain't living inside of you, something ain't happened. If darkness still abides inside of you, then light is not there because light cannot dwell where darkness is. I'm preaching. Are y'all hearing me? The truth is we gotta repent. You must be born again. It doesn't say you must just go to church. No, you gotta go to church, but you gotta be born again. Because the graveyard's full of people that didn't repent. The graveyard's full of people that said Amen that didn't repent. And hell's full of people because they didn't repent. You got to turn from your wickedness and you must be born again. See, the angel of the Lord that came to Joseph in a dream. And he said, this is going to happen and he will come and he will save the people from their sin. He didn't call you to live in sin. He called you to come out of it. Come out from among them and be ye separate, says the Lord that's me well brother Jason you kind of radical then you ain't met Jesus cause he's a lot more radical than I am <laughs> well ah! you should see what I'm looking at come on Jesus Come on, Jesus. See, there's a word that we used to talk, we don't hardly ever hear it nowadays. It was Maranatha. Remember back in the 80s, Maranatha. Everything was Maranatha. Do y'all even know what that means? The younger folk, do you know what that means? Even so, come quickly, Lord Jesus. Maranatha, come. Come, Lord. Maranatha. Come on, Holy Ghost. Come on, Holy Ghost, and break these chains. Break these barriers. Break these walls. Break these addictions. You came in here. Look, there's some of us. We sat in our car out there and smoked it up, shot it up before we ever walked in here. You took your handful of stuff just so you could cope with being around people. Let the Holy Ghost set you free this morning. For He has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. Some of us need a sound mind. The enemy has destroyed you. Drug addiction destroyed your mind. Be restored in the Holy Ghost. Come on, heart disease. Where are you at? Where's heart disease? I feel you. you? Come on, in the name of Jesus. Come on, Holy Ghost. Come on, church. In the name of Jesus life of God over our sister right now heart be restored Come, everything that the doctors and those around us that have died from it be cut off of us right now in the name of Jesus restoration be restored and be made whole be healed come on body receive life physical body receive life in the name of Jesus Holy Ghost life Holy Ghost life In Jesus' name. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. See, He knows everything about you. He knows everything about you. He knows. Do you hear me? He knows everything about you. Blessed be the name of the Lord. For the Lord our God, He is mighty. Jesus' name. Come on, I'm going to agree with you right now. This is what me and you are going to do. See, the Bible says where two of us can agree is touching anything. It shall be done for us. Even our family, where many of them are serving God, but then there's that one that seems to be nobody can reach. Come on, let's agree. Can we agree? Let it be done in Jesus' name. That the life of God over this one. Because, see, it looks like an impossible situation. But God. Come on, somebody. Can we believe God this morning? Can we believe God this morning? Okay, where are you? you? Your family has got a a thing in the hearing, like where the, the hearing leaves. It's a degenerative thing in the hearing. Where are you? I know you're right. Both of you? I know you're both. Would you come up here beside her? Jesus' name. Can we sit right here beside her? Is that all right? Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, let's have hands right here, me and y'all. Come on, church, let's believe. Let's believe right now. Life of God over these ears, over the canals, and over the things inside the ear in the name of Jesus. Every generational curse be broken in the name of Jesus. Life of God over these ears, over the hearing in the name of Jesus. Let it be done in Jesus' name. Can we agree, church? Let it be done in Jesus' name. Come on, Holy Ghost. Listen to me. You say, well, you didn't call me. I don't need to call you out. I need you to step into faith. Step into faith and let's believe it. Let's cut our ties with our enemy and let's say yes and amen to the will of God. Yes and amen to the will of God. Come on, Jesus. Let's get out of Chronicle. Let's go over to 1 to, uh, Kings. Let's read this one real quick. Come on, Jesus. 1 Kings. See, we like to say God is good. All the time. And what? And all the time? Because that is his nature. He is goodness. He is love. He is steadfastness. He is wisdom. Everything that is good comes from him. Jesus, blessed be the name of the Lord. First Kings chapter fifteen. Verse twenty eight. Baasha killed him in the third year of Asa, king of Judah, and he reigned in his place. Look at verse 32. And there was war between Asa, who was what? Who was Asa, king of Judah, and Baasha, king of? The people of God were at war with each other. They had given all their money to the enemy. They robbed the house of the Lord. They lost their power. So they warred with each other. Church, we know how to dance. We know how to amen. And we definitely know how to war with each other. We are better at warring against another body of believers than we are against the enemy. And it has to stop. We are better at walking through those doors and judging one another than we are judging evil. We are more discerning on each other than we are the world. And it has to stop. I need you to look around this room right here. See these people in this room? When you look at them, you look at love. Because that's what you're called to do. Is to love them. You're not called to judge them. You're not called to be judgmental and scrutinize everything they do. And how come she's down here worshiping like that? Sunday morning, she was twirling over here in her cut jeans. I can't even believe they allowed her up in here like that. No Cut off jeans down there like that. What you're telling me is you're out of worship and now you into judging. And now you want God to move? And you done invited the enemy up in here. Judge not that you be not judged. For in the same manner that you judge, so shall you be. Mm Mm-hmm. So how much judgment you got coming back at you? Dude, that little girl, she ain't nothing but a hoe come up on her. That's what you was too at one time. Don't forget where you came from. Listen to me, young man. You can't call her a hoe unless you a hoe too. Come on, church. See, we got to come out of our wickedness and come into holiness. Because without holiness, no one's going to see him. Do you want to see Jesus? Then you gotta be holy. You gotta be righteous. You gotta be pure and blameless and spotless at the coming of the Son of Man. And the only way to be that is for Him to come and live inside of you. Cause what He does is He takes that which was not holy and He makes it holy because He that is holy abides there. See, there's nothing about me that's good except for God. Cause in my natural self, we enemies. And I don't care what color you is. But in Jesus, you're my sister and brother, no matter what color you is. See, people, you just got offended because of what I said. You is. What you doing making fun? I ain't making fun of nobody. Well, what I'm telling you is let go of all that mess and get into Jesus. You look for reasons to be offended. Christmas night at my house, we was having some fireworks. Man, this guy showed up with the this thing that was 16,000. The little firecracker. It was 11 minutes. 11 minutes. It was crazy. We was having a good time. Well, this lady that is in a... That is openly lesbian. Was at my house. Did you hear what I just said? I am not her judge. Do I disagree with her lifestyle? Yes. Does she know I disagree? Yes. Have I told her about Jesus? Yes. I'm planting seeds. I'm watering. God brings increase. Not my place to judge. But I went over to her. I called her by name. I went to hug her and she looked at me and said, stop. Let's don't do this. Do what? Let's don't even do this dance if you're not going to be real. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And so here we went. I mean, she was offended before I even began. The church is no different. The church is no different. We are looking for reasons to be offended at one another. Pastor walked by me and didn't even speak to me. Maybe it's because his belt just broke. And at the moment, I know you are beautiful and you're lovely, but at the moment, the belt is more important than you. But you're offended because he didn't stop and shake your hand and tell you how beautiful you look today and how lovely your little children were today. He's got a wet jacket on, a belt that's broken, and trying to figure out how to lead a group of people, and you're offended. Because the cups, and there's, there's no way to drink coffee because the cups are out. And we're offended because the bathroom is backed up and he needs to go fix it. And even while he's preaching, he needs to be back there plunging that toilet because that's what we pay him to do. Are you all here, church? Come on, let it go. I'm trying to help you, brother. We get offended because they took off for Christmas and they weren't around when I needed them. Because I was in the hospital for 25 minutes before somebody from the staff came to see me. I'm just saying how petty we are. Come on, let's break ties with all that stuff and let's get into the Holy Ghost and say, Lord Jesus, I release all that stuff, all that pettiness, all that offense, and I'm going to get in Jesus and let Jesus set me free. And today's my day of freedom, because look over with me real quick to first Peter chapter four. So here's the problem with American church is every scripture I've read was in the Old Testament, unless you get in the New Testament. You didn't preach from the new covenant, therefore it wasn't of God. So, for all of you that need to hear a scripture from the New Testament, here we go. I'm poking your religious thing, if you can't tell. First Peter chapter 4. Y'all okay? It's okay if I have a little bit of fun? Are we not family? Alright. right. First Peter chapter 4, verse 3. For we have spent enough of our past lifetime in doing the will of the Gentiles. In other words, the will of the world. When we walked in lewdness and lust and drunkenness, revelers, drinking parties and abominable idolatries. In regard to these, they think it strange that you do not run with them in the same flood of dissipation speaking evil of you. They will give an account to him who is ready to judge the living and the dead. All right, stop right there real quick. In the past, this is what we used to do. But now that we've come to Jesus, we don't live that lifestyle anymore. Okay, It just told you they're going to talk about you They're going to speak evil of you Let them, let God be your defender Okay New year's coming Do it unto Jesus No matter what party you're around And what they're doing You do it as unto Jesus You do it pure Look at verse 7 but the end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be serious and watchful in your... you all see that? Okay, what are we going to do this week? We're going to pray and fast, aren't we? As we can, right? Verse 8, And above all things, have fervent love for one another, for love will cover a multitude of sins. Be hospitable to one another without... Hmm, hmm. Mm. Look, skip down to verse 12. Beloved, do not think it strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you as though some strange thing were happening to you. Then it tells you to rejoice. Are you going through anything right now? Does life seem to be kicking you? Smile at it and say, Jesus is king. You look at that thing and you tell it with everything in you. My God is my defender. Of whom shall I be afraid? See, Lord willing, in just a few weeks, in the early part of February, my wife, wife, and our oldest daughter will be in Kenya again. Hey, Bella, stand up real quick. This is not my wife, this is my daughter. Lord willing, she'll be at Christ for the Nations with this guy in August. He's there now, he's here in between semesters. He's headed back in a couple of weeks. She'll be with us in Kenya. Y'all see that blonde hair? You see that white girl? She's going to stick out like a sore thumb. Because we will be the only white people in that whole region. Do you know what's going to happen The will of God Well God's going to protect you And if even if he don't We're going to do the will of God Because what we're going to do Is we're going to look at that thing That's looking at us It's called fear Because no matter what's coming against you It's called fear it's what it's trying to do. It's trying to bind your faith. It's called fear. Because when you get in fear, you're now out of faith. And I'm telling you, just like we're going to do, we're going to look at that thing and say, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Church, would you stand on your feet this morning? telling you today, this morning and tonight, that God is trying to bring us breakthrough. I know it with everything in me. But I'm telling you where it starts. Tonight we're going to talk more, but I'm telling you where it starts is in repentance. And if you're here and there's things in your heart that nobody even may even know about. Things that you've done that you never even repented of. You never got real with God about it. Maybe you have gotten, gotten into Wicca and witchcraft and black magic. and There's so many of those that I'm not giving any place to my enemy. But if you have and you need to repent, I'm asking you to come up to these altars. And let's get it right with Jesus. If you're here today and you don't even know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You're here today and you said, I I repented years ago, but i backslid in my heart. And there's, there's things, I even come to church from time to time. But there's things in my heart that I know right now that if I died, I'm in trouble. Would you come up here right now? We want to introduce you to Jesus. We want to welcome you to the throne of God. If you're here and you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior... Would you please come right up here? Are you backsliding your heart? Let's get it right with Jesus. Do not leave this place today. Let's repent. You were in adultery and fornication. You've never repented of it. Maybe you're here and you were a couple and you were living in sin and you got married and you think everything's okay because now you're married. But you never repented of that relation and that sin before God need you to come. Let's get it right with God right here. You say, well, why do I have to come forward? Because in coming forward, you're declaring it. You're declaring, I'm not living in that darkness anymore. I'm, I'm done with darkness. You've got secrets. You've been allowing your finger to take you places on your tablet or your computer or your phone. And you've been looking at things. Your eyes have been enjoying things that you know is sin. You're bound to pornography. You're bound to lust. Come up here and let's let Jesus set us free this morning. I feel you, you're sitting there you're going, I'm wanting to come but I just I just can't, come on, make that step don't let your fear bind you anymore you need to, look, if you need to cut ties with with compromise in your life come up here and let's declare it I'm done with you, I'm done with making agreements with the enemy I'm done with compromising with my enemy I'm going all the way with Jesus I'm not looking back I'm not turning back and I'm not compromising anymore though my family may disown me I'm giving it all for Jesus this morning. This is my day of breakthrough. This is my day of deliverance. You're here and drugs and addictions are binding you. Come on, let's get freedom today. You got an addiction and you want those chains to fall off of you. Come on up here. Come on up here. Let's get some freedom in the Holy Ghost. You've been battling nicotine and alcohol. You've been battling drug addictions Perversion addiction. Come on. Come on. Come on. Every chain be broken. Jesus. All right. You're standing up here with me. What I want you to do is I want you to tell Jesus, I repent. I repent. And I receive mercy. I renounce the wickedness of my heart. I renounce the wickedness of my ways. I renounce. Come on, renounce whatever it is. Renounce it. Speak it out of your mouth. Those relationships, those things, those... Letting your finger take you places it shouldn't go. Come on, renounce it some of you listen to me somebody in here God's been dealing with you about the amount of time you've been spending on your tablet and phone your conviction God has been convicting you about the amount of time on your book of faces and your Instagram and all these other things come on up here with us right now and let's ask God Uh, here we are standing bare before you let your conviction be upon us this morning Lord of glory set us free we renounce God and we repent before you right now we repent before the throne of God right now and the throne of grace and mercy and we receive our help in our time of need Jesus now Holy Spirit We've repented, Spirit of God. We've spoken it out of our mouths. We've declared it. We're done with those things. We're done with those things. So now, Spirit of God, well up inside of us.